Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Are you ready to meditate with Corey? Make sure that you're laying in your bed. Everything is just right in your room. The light is just right. You're comfy in your pajamas. Maybe you've got your stuffies all around you. And everything is good in the world. So that you can forget all about your day and relax and hopefully fall fast to sleep. Stephanie was at school. It was her lunch break and she was sat with one of her friends, Levi. They'd known each other for a long time now and they had one of those friendships where You could just kind of sit and not say anything to each other, if that's how you felt. Levi was a little bit quiet. And Stephanie knew that he'd got something on his mind. She asked him if he was okay. He said, yeah, I was just thinking about all the homework I've got. Stephanie had a lot of the same classes as Levi, and she knew it wasn't that much homework. She said, It's okay, Levi, you'll get it done. There's no need to stress. I know, he said. I just do that sometimes. I have an idea, said Stephanie. Follow me. There was an area at school that was like a little hill on the grass that was always quiet. And she went there and sat down and Levi sat down next to her. Stephanie said, Do you want to go somewhere really fun? Levi said, Will it take long? Because lunch is going to finish soon. Stephanie said, No, here, it won't take long at all. But where we're going, we might be there for a while. Levi scrunched his eyebrows together as if to say, What are you talking about? Stephanie said, Just trust me. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes, Stephanie would take her earrings to school with her. She had a special bag that she put inside of her backpack and she kept them very safe. She must have known this morning when she packed them in her backpack that something, something was brewing. She took out her earrings and didn't really say much to Levi. She put the left one on first. Her body 
could feel just the littlest, tiniest tingle. And then she put the right earring on next. And she grabbed a hold of Levi's hand. Hold on, she said. We're going to go somewhere really magical. Just trust me. Levi's hand that was holding Stephanie's started to tingle really strong. Like it was buzzing. Like she was holding one of those joke buzzers in her hand. And then the tingles went up his arm. They went across his chest and down the other arm, down his back, down his tummy, down his legs, into his feet, into his head, until his whole body felt like it was vibrating and tingling, but in a really nice way. He opened one of his eyes. He didn't realize he closed his eyes. But he opened one of his eyes and looked at Stephanie, and Stephanie had her eyes closed. He trusted her. They were really good friends. So he just closed his eyes. Then all of a sudden, his nose got really itchy. He scratched it with the hand that Stephanie wasn't holding. And Stephanie giggled. She could feel what he was doing. And she reached up and scratched her nose with the other hand. And then she said, Okay, now, just go with whatever you see. And in that exact moment, Levi saw what looked like a curtain in front of his face. He looked over at Stephanie. She was on his left. And she was right there with him still. It felt like he had his eyes closed, but he was looking through another eye, an inside eye. He was using his inner sight. He looked at the curtain. It was all shimmery. And he could see through it slightly, but he couldn't really make out what he could see on the other side. Stephanie said, This is the veil. It's a very sacred, magical veil, Levi. We're going to go to a place called Moonbow Forest. It's a very special place. It's safe. You'll be okay. I've been there many times. It's a wonderful place, Levi. And it's on the other side of this veil. All we have to do is move the veil and walk through. Levi swallowed, but he was ready. Stephanie reached up her hand and moved the veil 
and they stepped into the other world together. At first, Levi didn't open his eyes. The first thing that hit him was the smell. It smelled fresh and clean, and he could instantly tell he was outside, somewhere in nature. When he opened his eyes, he was surrounded by trees. Trees that smelt so good. Why do the trees smell so good? He said to Stephanie. Oh, hmm, well, you can eat them. You can eat the trees, the box, you know, the trunks. They're normally made of chocolate. And then the leaves are like mint chocolate, lime chocolate. Levi just giggled like he didn't believe her at all. And she said, no, no, really, honestly, watch. Stephanie pulled a piece of bark off the closest tree and put it in her mouth and chomped and then swallowed and said, mm-mm, delicious. Levi had to do the same. He tasted the bark and it was chocolate. The yummiest chocolate he'd had for a while. Wow, it's like this whole place like this, said Levi. Stephanie said, pretty much. It's so big and so expansive. I always get to see different things every time I come. And I have a feeling that it's going to be all about you today, Levi. I think you need it. Levi shrugged his shoulders and said, well, okay, okay, what do we do? Just as he was saying that, Luna walked over to Stephanie. She'd been chewing on the grass over by one of the trees not too far away. And another one of the unicorns came with her, Samuel. Samuel was beautiful. He was black everywhere. Black hair, black coat, black tail, black mane. He seemed to shimmer and shine with the bit of light that was left from the day. It seemed like when they got there, the sun had gone down already. It wouldn't be too long before it was nighttime. Stephanie just trusted that that's when they were supposed to be there. So she didn't question it. Stephanie introduced Luna and Samuel to Levi. Levi was stood with his mouth wide open. Uh, 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 a unicorn? Yep, said Stephanie. Unicorns. There's hundreds of them here. This is a place where they all gather where they're safe just on the other side of the veil. Levi, unicorns do exist. It's just that we don't see them in our world. I don't believe it, said Levi. Can you pinch me? 
Stephanie started laughing. Luna said, Well, hello, Levi. Pleased to meet you. I know all about you already. Everything about Stephanie is felt. I feel her mind. I feel her body. And I know that you're a good friend. So you're welcome here, Levi. Levi smiled. He was a little bit shy and embarrassed, but not too much. Samuel said, We have something very special. A place where you need to go today. It will be very helpful. Trust us. Stephanie said, Do we need to take a ride? Luna said, Not for this trip. You actually just need to start walking in that direction. She pointed west with her nose. And the kids looked over their shoulders a little bit to see where she was pointing to. Stephanie said, Okay, we'll see you later. Follow me, Levi. Stephanie grabbed a hold of his hand again and led him in the direction that Luna pointed to. At first they were walking on a path, and then the path trailed off into nothing, and then they were just walking through the grass, over small hills, here and there. Stephanie said, you can eat the flowers, you know. You can eat the grass. You can eat almost everything that you see here. No way, said Levi. Oh yeah, yeah, yes way. Levi reached down and picked what looked like a buttercup flower, a weed. It was absolutely delicious. It was like a lemon meringue pie. That's what it tasted like. He kept picking them up every time he saw one because it was so good. And Stephanie said, you're getting distracted. Come on, we've got somewhere to go. Levi hurried up behind her. Stephanie was on a mission. And then, he could see in front of him a bridge. A bridge that went over a stream. But the stream wasn't like a normal looking stream. The stream was actually like a blue-purple colour. And it was all thick and globby and gluey. Stephanie said, Oh yeah, that river, that one over there. That's like blueberry milkshake. It's so good, Levi. It's so good. Levi said, Can we stop so I can have a taste? That was until he saw the bridge. The bridge. The whole bridge. The entire bridge was made up of sushi rolls. Sushi rolls. No way, he said out loud. No way! Sushi's like my favorite thing. Stephanie laughed. Yeah, that's probably what the unicorns knew. Because if they know me, they know you. And they probably knew that you loved sushi. Levi started running towards the bridge. 
every single roll was one of like his favorite flavored rolls. Can I eat it? Oh yes you can, said Stephanie. Levi started munching away on the sushi. It was fresh. It was perfect. It was absolutely delicious. Whoever makes the sushi here is the best, he said, laughing. He got like four pieces of sushi in his mouth while he was trying to talk to Stephanie. Take your time. There's no rush at this point, said Stephanie. Enjoy. Levi had so much sushi. His tummy felt big and full. He was happy. They walked over the sushi bridge and carried on walking. Levi said, do you know where we're going? Stephanie said, no, but I think we'll know when we get there. Not too far ahead was a hill. It was like a medium-sized hill. Stephanie said, I think it's this way. We have to go up this hill. Levi said, After all that sushi, I'm stuffed. Stephanie laughed. She was thinking about all the times that she'd overeaten at Moonbow Forest because the stuff was so good. Oh, to be new again, she thought to herself. But it was really nice to see Levi's excitement and feel all the newness again through Levi. They walked up the hill, and when they got to the top, they looked down the other side. The other side was covered in ramen noodles. No way, said Levi. This place is just too cool. How did they know I like ramen? Oh, they know, Stephanie said. I think we have to go down this like a slip and slide. Oh, that's going to be so much fun, said Levi. They both sat down on their bums at the same time. They grabbed a hold of each other's hands. And they were off. It was such a strange sensation, slip and sliding on ramen noodles big giant ramen noodles. The stuff that was making them all sloppy and wet was flying up and hitting them in the face. They got it in their hair. They got it absolutely everywhere. They were just laughing so hard all the way down the hill. It was a really big descend. And when they got to the bottom, they were basically swimming around in a pool of ramen. Levi said, I love ramen, but I think I'll pass on eating this. Stephanie just laughed at him. Yeah, I'm not surprised. After swimming in it, ugh. They finally trudged their way through the ramen pool to the side and climbed out. They were wet, they were gross, they were really covered from head to toe in ramen juice, but they didn't care. 
and they carried on walking. By now, it had got very dark. The stars were shining in the sky, and it was a full moon, so there was light they could see, but they could only see from the natural light from the sky. There were so many stars. It was beautiful. It was like the clearest sky Levi had ever seen. And then Stephanie stopped. She just stopped walking. Levi stopped. Why? What? What's happening? He said. Stephanie said, we're here. I know why they sent us here. Levi looked around. He couldn't really see anything like, you know, a strawberry hill or a chocolate forest that he thought he was going to go see. It was just Stephanie and him in a big, clear, open space. But they were standing on a flat stone. This is the worry stone, said Stephanie. Do you eat it? said Levi. Stephanie said, nope, we don't eat this one, we lay on it. Lay down with me. Let's look at the stars. Stephanie and Levi laid down. The sky was breathtaking. So many stars. There were shooting stars now and again. There were different star formations in the sky. You could see Orion's belt. Stephanie said, The worry stone takes away your worries, you know. I've been here before, but I came a different way. Luna flew me here one time when I was really stressed about stuff. It works. What do you have to do, said Levi. You don't have to do anything, said Stephanie. You just lay on the stone and it takes your worries away. It takes your anxiety away. It just makes you feel grounded and solid and very, very happy. It makes you feel safe. Levi closed his eyes for a minute and felt the stone underneath his body. It was hard, but it felt good. It was cool to touch, but he could feel an energy in the stone, like a very similar vibrating feeling that he got when Stephanie took them through the curtain. It was like the stone was alive and it was pulling all of his worries out of him. His tummy felt like it was calming down 
settling. He felt more peaceful inside. He also felt like he'd forgot what he was worrying about. Like he could handle it. It was only homework. He'd do it. He'd done it before. He'd do it again. He was smart. He just needed to be consistent, take his time, and he could do it. He found himself thinking really logical thoughts instead of worrisome thoughts, troubling thoughts, stressful thoughts that didn't make any sense, that sometimes wasn't even real. His thoughts felt more real, more like he could cope. This stone is magical, he said to Stephanie. Yeah, she said it is. Do you know what else is magical? Watch this. They were looking at the sky and one of the stars started to drop closer and closer and closer to them. And as it got closer and closer and closer, it seemed to just change form. And then it fell on Levi's tummy. It was about the size of a marshmallow. It didn't hurt him. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't like the star when it was in the sky. He picked it up and it was freezing cold, but it was solid still. Stephanie looked at him and said, Frozen yogurt. Levi happened to love frozen yogurt. Stephanie said, Yep, I know. Levi hadn't said a word, but Stephanie knew what he was thinking and feeling. He was happy. Frozen yogurt from the sky, he finally said. And every now and again, a star would fall on Stephanie or Levi as a little treat for them to eat. Stephanie said, we're going to have to go back in a minute. But know that this worry stone that you're laying on, when you're laid in bed at night, you can recall it. I've done that. I use it a lot. I lay in my bed and I imagine in my mind that I'm laying on the worry stone. And then whether it's magic whether it's real, who knows. But I feel it. I feel it underneath my body. And then I know it's going to take away all of my worries, all of my anxiety, all of my stress. You should try it, Levi. It really does work. Levi said, Oh yeah, I will. Thanks, Stephanie. I definitely will. They both stood up. Levi got a funny feeling, like as if he went just a tiny bit dizzy. Not much, just like what it feels like sometimes when you stand up too fast. 
And then in the next moment, they were back at school. Sat on the quiet place where no one normally goes. The bell rang. It was time to go back to class. Levi just looked at Stephanie. And Stephanie looked at Levi with the biggest smile. It's between me and you, she said. Levi said, you got it. And that was that. Until next time. The end.